Good morning. Good morning. Last time we we were speaking about the about uh, the Tzidas uh, as it applies in the in the morning. We spoke about the Shit of the Rambam. Remember that about whether whether you have to do it three times, whether once suffices. We looked at the Gemara Yuma. I did. I, I, che- I checked up the um, the Tzidas uh, Yom Kippurim. Right, that's the person who comes tomorrow. And um, yeah, he said more or less what we worked out that he must have said. That, that was what he said. The one thing he asked, he says he doesn't understand, is that he said, if you're telling me that, that uh, hold on, that, he says, why doesn't the Rama mention anything about you know touching your eyes or anything like that? I think that's how he puts it. He says, basically, if you're passing that, if you're, so what are you going to say? It's a machlekes as well. If it's a machlekes, yeah. So that, that's presumably what you have to say, right? The Gemara, the Gemara in Yoma talks about oh, washing your hand, you want one hand in order to protect. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. so, the Rambam says, on Yom Kippur you don't think I'm going to kill us Why would you not wash your hands in the morning? <coughs> Hence that Gemara over there, the Gabi Shifter, because you haven't washed your hands in the morning. So, the Kabbalah tomorrow wants to say it's a machoik between, between the two sukkahs. Yeah? That's presumably what, what you have to say. Yeah? He says, but according to Titus, that, no, 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 the, the shift is something else. Of course, nowadays you still have to wash your hands. He says, have you ever heard of somebody touching their eyes before washing, washing their hands and becoming blinded and all these sort of things? Yodma, Yodma, Sali, Yodma, have you ever heard of such a thing? Because Tosa says over there, what about this whole thing about touching bread? Because it, it, Tosa says it's two different things. It's, one is washing your hands, and there's something else about touching bread, you know, g- giving it to a child. Yeah, well, it's, 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 no, it doesn't apply nowadays. That summer doesn't apply nowadays. That Ruach Ruach doesn't, doesn't exist anymore. He says, well, what about this, this Yod Masami? Have you ever heard of such a thing? Could possibly say it as well, just occurred to me, is no one's saying that 
that Rahman has decided to blind the person on the spot. But how do we know in the long run what it's what it's doing to the to the to the person? For example, they they say when it comes to drawing this baby, so you know, doing breast milk. Yeah? You see the biggest riot that the people who are put it machine, whichever way you want to put it, are, are overreacting. Did you see they, they they do it to, to babies with, with whatever whatever Billy Rubin counts and they're perfectly fine. So the counter argument to that is how do you know they're fine? How do you know that, that if they lived 80 years old, they wouldn't have lived to a ripe old age of 100? We'll never know. So if Chazal say that, you know, if the baby's yellow or whatever colour it is, it's a problem, then it's a problem. Finish. Don't try and be clever. That, obviously, there's two sides to the argument. That is, that's part of the a bit bigger party today. That's all I'm saying. So mention the same sort of thing I think when it comes to fasting. You see, I, I remember seeing this spot, I just don't remember where. It's either to do with fasting or it's to do with, with, uh, with the with doing Prismila in this sort of situation. It could it could have been the Gali fasting as well, because there's this whole thing today where the women should be fasting today. There, there is a school of thought which says that basically nowadays women should women at least who are of childbearing age shouldn't be fasting. Right, because of Khulshatadar, etc. I bet they say I'm full of stress. How do you know what it's, what it's doing to a person? It's more like I talk with the, with the, with the, with the uh, what do you call it? The Brisbane, I think. That's the spoil book. I can't remember where it was, so. But so there is, there is that, that, that's also talked talk about with, uh, with fasting. So, so, um, so, so maybe you can say the same thing. If you're going to be young, some young, some young, maybe that's what it doesn't mean an immediate thing that happens. Yeah? Maybe it means it damages the eyesight. You often have means it blinds off completely. Maybe we don't know it's definitely what it's saying. It could be, it could be a spiritual thing, it could be it's a long term thing, and maybe it's a gradual thing as well. We don't know. But our component is that there is this possibility of learning it. The Ramam learns that nowadays, um, sorry, that the Ramam learns that it's a mathematics, maybe the Rashi learns this as well, and we pass that the Gemara, and you're not, not the Gemara over here. Yeah? But I checked up the, well, the Orphan said it more, more than, we, than, than we saw in the, in the uh, Rabbi Nechamal. Yeah? But I checked up in the Ksuki al to see what the other gifts are. Do you remember, yeah, the Rabbi Nechamal didn't say anything about washing your hands, just said, I'll give all part of it. Right? And that's what they say, there is this other gifts there, the Rabbi Nechamal is not the only one, who seems to have this gifts that I'll give all part of it, but like there's no mention of washing the hands. Yeah? So that being the case, I think we, we could definitely suggest another shot in this in this whole Gemara. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So if that's the case, the the Rambam is very very smart. The Rabbi Nachmanah apparently the Rambam very often goes to the Gersas. He'll have to think Gersas. The Rabbi Nachmanah. So if you have that Gersas, it's very very smart. What's that? Who says you have to wash your hands three times in the morning? Where does it say that? Because look at the Rabbi Nechamano. That's clearly, Tirish Ruach Rosh Shesheri Al Gapo Ayin. Yishma Kovan Burroughs commands her to the Nyoza, but in Ivera, it doesn't pass. This is on the hand. It doesn't pass from the eye, I'd give up for Ovid. 
don't know if that means I don't know if that means you've got to wash your eye now three times on that, but it really says the post marbura, but the post will, will remove it. I don't know what he means by Eskimo Torah. But the Rabbin doesn't mention the Pech Ma'avira either. Yeah? I can't tell you exactly what they know about Eskimo Torah than me. I'm assuming it means if you talk about washing your hands beforehand, it won't pass from, you know, putting it onto the eye or something like that. But it's talking about the Ruach which comes onto the eye, not the Ruach on the hand. But once you're learning to come out on the eye, maybe they know better. I'll give the problem also is there's something else to try. It's not necessarily about washing the hands, in which case, then. But the other subject in the new mind is more clear that it's washing the hands once. Yeah, and if the Rabbin learns that Rashi, we don't have to make a muscle, it's not so good, it's like they come to one of Yeah? Fine. We've just been talking about what, what washing day last morning. The, the Ramadan seems to hold you don't have to wash three times. Once it's sufficient. So apart from that, but uh, yeah, that's definitely an interesting shift. Mark specifically says three, hand, three times in the bed. Correct, but the rub, but there's a Gemara Yuma which talks about giving bread to a child on your kibber, washing your hands once. That's the part of the Gemara. The Raman brings that. He does not mention anywhere that I'm washed three times. More than that, he talks about on, on Yom Kippur, you don't, you don't make other tears signs in the water. Which supports the Pshat, that it's a Rashi that I've over there, that that, the Gemara when it talks about washing rinsing your hands in order to give bread, is because you didn't wash your hands in the morning. So it's just like, no, of course you wash your hands in the morning. That's one thing, and this is a different thing. There's two different things. Just that, that Gemara doesn't apply now because we don't have that Ruach roll, which comes onto bread without washing your hands at the time of giving the bread. But the Kabbalah tomorrow must say that the Ramam learns like, learns about, learns about Rashi, and the Kabbalah points between the two circuits, and we pass him like that tomorrow, not, not like this tomorrow. That's what he wants to say. What we notice is that the, the Rabbeinu Kabbalah has a different girsa. Not that the Eno, who must present, are cheered as given Yodah, given for others. The girsa is something like the Eno Overen, as given for others. And he learns that the, this Bastroni, this, this Ruach, this bad spirit, is already on the eye. So the Eno Averis means it won't move from the eye as Gimel Father. Now what you have to do Gimel Father, it doesn't say. Maybe it means you've got to wash your eye three times. And then it's not using a place, which is like this uh, eye, uh, whatever you call that thing, you know, that's in your eyes. Yeah, but it's the thing, the actual long stick. That will remove it. Yeah? So uh, we said, maybe as far as if the Ramadan has such a gift, he may well learn, we're not on that washing your hands three times. I'll give him probably something else. Either Ramadan doesn't mention that, then I can't because we're not, we're not talking about why if you touch your eyes. He doesn't mention the place either. Yeah? Yeah, does the brother feel? Fine. Right. Oma, no, Yes, about eight nine thousand. Yeah, but Omar Marukfa Omar Shmuel. Nine beginning of the book. So Marukfa said the name of Shmuel. Omar Leave. There's no issue of rapport with that. Okay. What does that mean? Keep, keep your finger on the plate there. But Rashi says, what does that mean? Odin. Tach Shemo Rashi learns not to leave. 
Olin is the name of the Aether, of the, like, grass. In my mission, before the Achidot, with eating it, there's no problem. Before, Lahoye 9, to make the eyes, uh, to go lighter. So they're not because they don't, they don't heal. Okay? So we're continuing from the previous bit, which talked about the Poich will be Ma'avira. Yeah? So we're saying that. So Olin, A my mission, before. Yeah? Still, still to do with the eyes. Let's go a little bit further, because you'll see, Tosus doesn't like Rashi Pashar, but let's keep going for the time being. Omar Aviyotif, to Aviyotif said, Kuzbarta Ebo Mishim Rapua. Koliamda won't heal. Omar Avshesha, to Avshesha said, Kishot Ebo Mishim Rapua. Hops. Hops used to make this. Nah, no Rapua on that either. Omar Aviyotif, Aviyotif said, Kuzbarta, yeah, that, that, um, the, the coriander you mentioned, Afin Lididi Koshari, Raviyatif was the slide, he said, even for me, it's bad. Right? Even though I can't see anyway, it's bad. Omar Avshisha, so Avshisha says, ah, but Gargiro, rocket plot, right? Which is very good for the eyes, because you have this elsewhere. Afin Lididi, man, even for me, what, he is also blind, he says, even for me, it's good. Yeah? When the Yeshef and Shesha said it's good for them, well, it's not hard to say. They were already blind. Correct. So, does that mean they've removed the pain that they might have? Or did it. Make even worse, possibly. I mean, I don't know whether they were absolutely completely blind or. When it says it's beneficial, it's good for them. It's good for their sight? Presumably, presumably, yeah. Whether, I, I don't know if it was a miracle they could see, unlikely, but it means that. Maybe something, there was something there, they were, they felt a sensation in their eyes. Something of that sort. Um, he goes on and he says, all types of hops, shoru, are permitted. Right? In other words, presumably on Shabbos, right? Yeah, you have to eat them on Shabbos, so they're probably for a poor. except, Truzah. I think it's just a type. I, I doubt that will translate. No, it probably just says Truzah. So it's a type of Kishas. Because those are known to be for a poor. Things which are known, which are clearly only ill people take, then you've got this problem of Rafur and Shabbos. Yeah? Omar Avchista. Then Avchista, he says, Shrikot Tavyo Shari I'm just going with the way, the way Rashi does it, okay? Shrikot Tavya means to take um, e- uh, oil or egg and to smear it on to um, either oil or beet, uh, beaten eggs, whatever you call it, right? Whisked egg. Um, to put it on a roasted piece of meat. When it's hot, you can't do that on... Sorry, it's permitted. Yeah, it's permitted... But piafue be also. But to. Huh? Yeah, the beating of the eggs in a bowl is forbidden. Right? Why? 
because doing that makes it look like this is the way Rashi learns it is because it looks like well if you're beating eggs what are you going to do with it now? Huh? Put it in a frying pan. It's like there's a problem on Marasai. So you can't beat eggs on Shabbos. Yeah? But if you've got eggs which have already been beaten or something like that <coughs> um, Yeah, you can put them onto the onto uh, roasted meat, even though it's hot. Once Shabbos comes in, that's perfectly fine. As long, obviously, as long as it can't actually cook it, cook the eggs or right. And the chiddush thing is that we don't say it looks like misaki. It looks like you're being misaki. We, we, we don't say that. Okay, fine. So again, shurika tavio to put this egg or oil onto the onto the, the hot meat, it's fine. Obviously, as long as they can't actually cook it. Whereas, piafue, to beat the egg, they, piafue, is also because of what we, it looks like you're going to do. I.e., you're going to put it into a frying pan. Also, that's what it is. The vase of this ire, the wife of the ire, also the dechil barashi. She, um, she did it for Rav Ashi, uh, for Chiyot Barashi. Yeah, this Shrika Tabio, the first thing we talked about. The beating of, uh, sorry, putting, putting the eggs on top of the meat. Right? She did it for Chiyot Barashi. For And he didn't eat. So Omra so she said to him, yeah, she said to Chiyot Barashi, L'Rabot Avadilei. I do it for your Rebbe. In other words, to Evie, my husband, right? I do it for him. For and he eats. The Asleh of Halt. And you don't eat. Yeah? When I do it for your Rebbe, i.e. my husband, he eats. You're more, you're more Makhmi, you're more stringent than, 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 your, than your teacher, than your Rebbe. The Gemara says, well, Taka, the Evie, the Tarmit. The Evie follows his reasoning. So that he will eat from it. So Omar the Iri, because the Iri says, noting Adam Yayin Sodom. A person is allowed to put clear wine, or wine sululin, or clear water, the Sochabishamer for Shabbos. You can put it through some sort of filter on Shabbos. Uh, the Eid you don't have to worry. There's no problem with Boya or anything like that. Because, what do you see from that? Almost to be seen. This is actually passing our law. Came on the Mishtati Alfi, since it can be drunk. People can drink it as it is before passing it through. La midikov, if you're not doing anything to it. Right? It's similar to people who, the water, where the water is perfectly fine. The people, the people who are a bit more finicky, they want to put it through a water filter on Shabbos. It's perfectly fine. Why? Because normal people drink it as it is. It's already, that's not considered sort of very, what are you taking out? Microscopic things in there, bacteria, that's not considered very. But for example, if it's not drinkable, most people wouldn't drink it as it is, and you put it through a filter, that's obviously the problem on Charles. Right? That's actually the, the way we park. But if it can be, as it is, perfectly drinkable, most people would think, and you know what, possibly you didn't even drink it, but you want it, the extra sort of thing, you're not thinking at anything which is noticeable, that's perfectly fine. So, Hakanabi says to over here, came on the metaphilosy, since it can be eaten as it is, the meat can be eaten as it is, lovely to call it, because remember, what was the problem? 
The problem was, it looks like you're being mistaken in it. You're not cooking anything. You can't be cooking because if you're cooking, obviously you wouldn't be able to do this. Elamai, it's not hot enough to cook the eggs. So what's the problem? Does it look a little bit like tikkun? You're being mistaken in it. So that's not tikkun. Those people eat it. Right? Correct? So just like he says, with the filtering, it's not because the filtering, it's not a problem, there's no ticket in it because people drink it as it is. So too, with the meat, that you put these eggs, whatever it is, that's not being mistaken in it, but it's perfectly fine. Chiyobash is obviously more mutton than that, but that's what the Rebbe, that's what the Rebbe holds. Okay? Full stop. Now, let's take a look at Rashi. So we already saw, he said, the olive, right? Kashem or Eter, right about a quarter of the way down. That's in the Eter, in by the Shuvah Rapur. Now he says there's no problem with Rapur, and if Achilot's been eating it, to lighten up the eyes, but it must be It doesn't heal. Kusparta is ala yamdara, it's called koriyamdara. Afibiri didi. So who is it? Rabbi Yosef, we see the first one. He said, even for me, to the Urinayim ano, that I'm hard of sight, kashali. It's bad for me to get able eye. So it sounds like it's actually the pain of the eye. It causes pain to the eye. If it's learned if I was to eat it. Then you have Rav Sheshes, who said, ah, but Gargira, which is Uruga, which is rocket plot, I feel that he did, but early in Iron Man, although I'm hard of sight as well, but I don't eat. It's good for me. Makes the eye feel good. But it actually enables him to see something I don't know. Then we said, call me Nikisha, sorry, the main of the Shabbos. All types of hops are permitted to eat on Shabbos. Because it's not the Mosquito, as, we, as we've learned in the Mishnah, well, we will learn the Shem of the Mishnah, next page, Normal food, you're allowed to eat for a poor person on Shabbos, because it it's not clear that you're doing for a poor person. Yeah? So we, the category that we, we, we mentioned is something like whiskey. The person's got a bit of a toothache on Shabbos, and it's not, it's not to the extent that he's incapacitated. Then you'd be able to take the painkillers anyway. It's, it's very uncomfortable though. Can't take medicine. What can I do? So whiskey or something like that will douse the douse the pain. So a lot of it, are you allowed to drink the whiskey? Yes. Yes, you are. Right? I thought, yeah, sorry, I thought you said no, right? Yeah, you can. Why? Because if I was watching something, I wouldn't be any the wiser that, that you're doing it for uh, for your for your tooth. If you start gargling it, you know, around the tooth, that already is problematic. Because that is most common. Although Benji pointed out once, he says that, uh, I mean, I, I know nothing about whiskey. He says, he, he, I think he checked that word, but wine, uh, uh, whiskey, people who appreciate whiskey, they do, they don't swallow it straight away. After sniffing it and doing whatever else you do to it, and you actually put it in the mouth, you actually hold it there. I don't think you gargle it there. He says he's the, you're supposed to hold it there before swallowing it. I'm sure it's Andrew, it's probably there. So, um. I'm not saying he does it, I'm not saying he does it, but he, he knew that the. Uh, so, if, if that's stuck in the case, then I'm not sure it could be that a person would be able to do that. But the kids, if you do it in a way which makes it clear, you know, taking salt water, I know healthy people don't start taking salt water, that would be more problematic. But for example, somebody's got a sore throat, so to, to take some honey. Perfectly fine. Yeah? Again, I don't know, it's, it's an interesting shining. I was advised to buy Manuka honey. You heard Manuka honey? It's a special honey which comes from, uh, from New Zealand. It's from the Manuka plant, 
they take these, when they pollinate, they take from this plant. It's supposed to have these, some people swear by it, it's supposed to be much, much more potent. So the honey has always been known, Chazal already, it's all about honey, putting it on wounds. Yeah? So that, that, that I can, honey? Yeah, I can testify to. One of, one of my children had a, had a wound after, you know, it's kids have been closed up, etc. For months, literally months, the better part of a year, they were trying this, trying that, nothing was, was, uh, it was getting better than getting worse. As a last resort, uh, they were actually going to take, uh, take the child in the gate to basically operate to, to close it up, stitch up, whatever it was. They tried these honey patches. It worked. So I've already used this. You find it in the right of the Honey was, is known to have a uh, healing. Uh, it's from the hospital, or uh? regular honey. No, it's, it's, it's through, through the hospital, but again, it's... it's, it's through the hospital, yeah. Yeah, but it's honey patches. But so again, because I, I read recently that, that honey, because I was looking at the Madoka honey, it's known that honey, not all honey is, is the same. Some can be up to a hundred more times more potent. So they say Madoka honey, again, at different levels, has these, uh, has these, uh, well, it's just bad, right? Now, my, my question was, would I be able to take that on Shabbos? Huh? That's not the. Uh, that's the thing about it. No, no. So the point is that I, I tell you why I say this. I, I think it's all right, but I, I tell you what, 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 uh, what, what sort of uh, struck me was because, as as Tony Rose, he says, don't give it to your kids to put on their bread, right? We're talking about for a jar, it costs something like fifteen to twenty pounds, okay? Instead of two, three pounds. Okay? It's not what you use to your bread. It's, uh, okay? So, I would have thought most people don't use it just like that, just to swallow, take a spoonful and swallow. That's how I understood to do it, right? I'm not even sure with normal honey that people just swallow honey like that. Do people just take a, take a spoonful and put it in their mouth just to swallow some honey? But put it in a drink, that, 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 that I've heard of. Putting it in your cereal, yeah, I've heard of that. What occurred to me was, I don't know if it's similar to what we mentioned. I remember Dr. Vyas, the, 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 the Gemara Brothers, which talks about this shtita. And you can get thick shtita and you can get watery shtita. And they're talking about what broth you make on it. But the Gemara talks about for the thin one, it's for a four purposes. So the shita also, but there's shita the Gemara says, oh, four purposes, but you know, on Shabbos, how does that work? So the shita gives up the Yasoi, it's brought by the Gemara Shabbos. Since the Maita is exactly the same thing, it's true, no healthy person uses the water down much. It's clear that you're for a person. Why, why are you doing it? Because it doesn't matter. Because this is exactly the same thing. What's in there? So you've got this, this flour, you've got water. It's exactly the same ingredients and all the ingredients healthy people take. Yeah? So what's the difference? This has just been diluted. No problem whatsoever. He says, and I'll prove it to you. He says, let's say, let's just say, for argument's purpose, for argument's sake, Let's say there was a rapport by taking wine which has been diluted. More than normal dilution. Now again, no one in their right mind, unless they're, they, for, for, for medicinal purposes, would ruin the wine by adding so much water. So if I see you drinking that clearly diluted wine, I know you're doing it for rapport purposes. Right? Are you going to tell me that's forbidden to do on Charles? Oh my God, wine is wine. Of course you can you can drink wine. It's a, it's a healthy man's drink. Add the water to it, so what? He says, so he wants to, he wants to say the same thing with the image, Jesus. So we discussed last week, we, we, 
in just beginning, these are the beginnings of the report we're going to be discussing at the show. Right? But both of us are asking that topic right now. Um, so, um, we talked about medicine on Shabbos, when if you dissolve it in water, dissolve it, would you be able to take it? So initially, the Mara Shabbos is the that you can see you can. He says, no, they're maybe different because it's all all uh, healthy stuff. And other healthy people's stuff. Right? Here you've dissolved stuff. I know I can't see it, but I might say it there is medicine. Just for the record, the same from the tomorrow possible for the second day, we said that there are many shit to do whole. If you dissolve them before Shabbos, it's perfectly fine. You can then take it on Shabbos. That's one thing. So for people who need medicine, again, I'm not talking about people who are able to all worse. And people, I don't know, some of you suffered headaches. He can get, he can get around the Shabbat. In the mind, it's very, very uncomfortable. So then generally, except the shit is you can't take, uh, you can't take medicine out of Shabbat. So all those who are must have the Shabbat will, will come to that in, in good time. But the eighth that we suggested is, if, you, if a person knows that, take a couple of, you know, soluble panadol, dissolve it before Shabbat, and then you've got, you've definitely got an answer. The reason, the heaven behind that, you remember, is, because from the onlooker's point of view, he can't see you taking the floor because it just like, looks like water. Maybe fizzy water, I mean, you know, it won't look anything more than that. And from my point of view, I've got a heifer. I've got, I've made a, a difference which will remind me not to go and start making medicine on Shabbos, because I think to myself, when do I ever dissolve Panadol 24 hours or 12 hours before I need it? Right? We talked about the possibility then, could you possibly then, and there are, the Mount Shabbat again seems to be making on this, is, could you take, um, take medicine, the way I, the way I heard that I remember in Yeshiva, is to put it into your peanut, your crunchy peanut butter, so again, the onlooker can't even see it, it just looks like peanut butter. And for me, it's a very abnormal way of taking medicine. Would that be a hassle, even on Shabbat? on Shabbos to dissolve it up. The problem we said there is, you remember what's the problem on Shabbos to be dissolved in? And the other key doesn't see anything. I mean, I'm not talking about because you see to be dissolved. It's not when I actually take it. So then it's then dissolved in the medicine. Right? So what's the problem, you remember? Because from my point of view, there's no hacker. It's perfectly normal. Right? So the question is, is it considered a hacker by doing before Shabbos? There are those who want to say it's not, because that's what you normally do with medicine. You dissolve it. We argue that no, dissolve it 12 hours before, that's, a, that's clearly a hack. And it depends on how to have the tomorrow at the bottom of the course test. But once you say it's just a hack idea, maybe I can make a hack on Chavez. You're right, dissolving a tablet on Chavez, that's not a hack. That's a normal thing to do. But to start putting it in the middle of food and everything, who does that? Maybe, maybe that would be an answer. I think at least as a smith, if a person is ready at the stage where there are those who are not in a person to take the medicine, or, for example, people who are on a course. But it's not a course that everyone agrees that a person can take on Shabbos because of it. I think if a person did it in that fashion, I mean, you've got extra weight behind it, you can just have a person to be made on. Right? That's a bit of, a bit of chazor. But that's the general, you sorry, that, 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 that we've discussed, that if it's something which is a healthy man's thing, it's perfectly fine. Right? So that's what we're saying over here. All types of hops, not more at all, because people eat hot. Except, Levar Mitzruzah, says Rashi, what's this Mitzruzah? Well, he just tells us what it is. It's obviously a certain type of hot. She'en on the Mecher Ere Rekor. People only eat that for Rekor purposes. Umlochusah Milsa. Right? Now, now you understand my shadow with the Milokani. 
the hops. But this type of hop, uh, it's only eaten for a four purposes. If I see a person eating hops, I know you're doing it for a four purposes. Now, I don't know. When I tried to look into the Kahani, there was a person who, oh, this is, it can, t- you know, uh, you maybe you've got wine connoisseur, whiskey connoisseur, and now maybe you've got a honey connoisseur. It's a different quality. They can taste the difference if that's the case. Maybe people do. Maybe healthy people take it as well. It's quite a, it's quite a expensive lifestyle, but maybe they do. Can I ask you a basic question? The week before Pesach, you're clearing up your chorus, and you've got one piece left in this jar. Are you going to put it away with the chorus? Or you're going to eat it, just stand up as one less thing to clear away. Not hobbits. <laughs> not hobbits, but you're not going to keep it out. You're not going to keep it out over paste. Would you? You wouldn't right. keep the jar out over paste. No, we can just put it away. You okay. put it away. Right. Right. So it's I'm saying, I'm just saying you've oh, got one you teaspoon left, or tablespoon there, and you have to. Now, most things. Right. They, that's, well, that's worth going for money. Uh, you know, there's most things that you think, oh, it's not worth keeping, I'll just finish it. Right? So, I'm asking you, would you, would you, would you take the honey, or... You're right, of course I would. Of course I would eat it, but I'd rather wait. It's quite tasty. So, therefore, that being the case, it is eaten by healthy people. Well, no, but the question is, gently speaking, is it? I, I don't know if you could prove it just from America. Again, because you're right, this kishas as well, there's nothing, it's not... It's probably got beneficial purposes, not shy. It's not like a, a medicine that's bad for you if, if you don't need it. Because it's quite tasty. The, the fact is, only, only when you see something, you know why they're taking it. I don't know. It's, it's very, from what I saw, it seems, maybe I'll probably, maybe he knows more about this, but it's very possible, something like Manukani, that some people do. You know, people who appreciate it, it's like a bottle of whiskey. To me, it's quite a lot of money to, to spend on, you know, to me. <laughs> I can't understand what people are like at whiskey, but that's, you know, each person is a cell, right? He would appreciate it's worth every penny. So it's not a bad thing, it's not a bad thing, it's not a bad thing, it's not a maybe it's a different quality of honey, in terms of the... It could be some people use it as well as, as like, vitamins, because they say it's got, it's got this... Which is vitamins also, that there are, there are many folks who allow vitamins or shops, if it's not being taken for a flaw purposes, it's just to strengthen the immune system, to strengthen my, you know, give me the vitamins I need, so that a person doesn't come to the stage of it. Many people, many people seem allow that. Uh, Emotion, they've got, they've got a slight, slight difference of opinion, right? If a person's taking it because they're already ill, something else. It could be, I, I don't know the material, so it's really dependent on the material. But just to say honey is honey, you see from here you can't say that. It's, also, it's not just honey, it's the maluka is inside there. It seems it's got this, this whatever they pollinated it with, it seems that they've got something from this plant. It's not even the same as the sheep that I do. It's not the thing that maybe healthy people don't take things from the I don't know. When I say healthy, again, not because it's unhealthy to take, you know, it's just as a mistake. If I see something here, ah, I know what you're doing. You're right. If you didn't see the bottle, I don't think anyone could tell the difference. It looks like honey, just, it looks exactly like honey. Okay, anyway. Then now she says, Shurikot Tavio, we said, Nishrek Vedot Tuach Shemen Ubey Mugugodin, to like Shmir, um, Oil and eggs, Mugugona, which have been, uh, it's, it's like, uh, oh, there's raw eggs, but they've been whisked somewhat, I think. Uh, sleep on the roasted, on a piece of roasted meat, because she'll come when it's hot. The Shechachich, after it's dark, and on Friday night, Shori is permitted, as long as it's not absolutely boiling hot, 
to be the Russell strong enough to cook, but I'll be the Zombie the Masaki. The Hindu we don't say that it looks like it's similar to Masaki. Piatuebe, but literally, they would have gone a bit too deep these. Not as raw eggs, basically, right? Beat raw eggs, they put it in a, in, a, in, a, in a bowl, that's also the Mishkati commands the boy of the Mishkati. I mean, interesting, because it looks like you want to then throw it and take a day. I mean, it's quite a, a jump. Okay, that's normally what people do with it. Also, they shriek on Tabio. Says the Iri's wife made the shriek on Tabio for Chiyo Barashi, he didn't want to eat it. So she said, A rabbi for your rabbi, the Iri. Uh, Donald Chavez and he eats it. So he said, yes, the Eri falls follows his shetah, but he says, Mishameret, Shemesanin in Bolshevarim, that we filled out with it the sediment, so if you've got wine or things like that, it's perfectly fine if it's clear already. Came with the Mishtatiyot, he says, a person drinks in that fashion, Shiroi Vishtatikamishahu, it's fitting to drink it as it is, below Sidon, without filtering it, so therefore there's no problem. So too, the Mishtatiyot, even a shirkar, the, uh, the meat can be eaten as it is without the shirkar, therefore it's not the sucking by adding the egg on top of it or the, the oil on top of it, and therefore there is nothing to, nothing to worry about. Yeah? Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. Then, Hashem, we'll, we'll, we'll see tomorrow, I just need, need you to think about this one already. Yeah? See, I tried to say not too much, and then Rashi's give away the answer. The toast was by Shreya and Rashi. He said, Okay, but the right wing, I want to just go through the circuit so you understand better where, better where he's coming from. He says, Rashi explains the first thing, only the e by mission before means eating it. Yeah? So Tosha says, there's no problem of eating that on Shabbos, you know, because it, because it, um, I, I, I'll put it to you, you know what, Tosha's got one kasha. Rashi Zaman has got another kasha with this. You say, e by mission before, don't worry, it doesn't heal, so therefore you can take it on Shabbos, right? E by mission before. He says, but if people take it because they think it does do, do something, you don't think it doesn't do anything anyway, so you can take it on chance. But if people think it does, then you should start the container of, of medicine. Because people, if you think it's going to work, they may come to make medicine which actually does work. So this has also got a kasha. But read Rashi carefully, and you'll see Rashi's question should fall away, and Rashi's question falls away. And I thought, am I missing something here? I found Rosh Hashanah's last time he doesn't understand what Tosis is asking. He doesn't answer Rosh Hashanah's question, but yeah, fine.